0: All right, we're back. Special Easter Monday episode. You dressed up in your what did you say? You dressed up for a white lotus um, cast member role.
1: Yeah, I feel like I should just belong in like an Italian resort, like drinking like a p- pina colada or like some sort of cocktail. I don't
0: know if they drink pina coladas in in uh, Italy.
1: It's a very resorty type thing, like a pina colada. So just maybe some sort of like spritz, some
0: spritz, spritz or some spritz wine cocktails, yeah, champers,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: That's what we call it here, right? Champers. We call Champagne Champers.
1: Yes, we all like to shorten things here in Australia. So, (laughs) can't have the full name. Even Australia is like Australia. So,
0: (laughs) well, you have to be, it has to be from Champagne, the Champagne region, to be called Champagne now. Otherwise, it's going to be called Sparkling Wine.
1: Gotcha.
0: They do it with a bunch of stuff. I think they've done it with a type of cheese. I forget which one.
1: Yep, there's a special like, that's right. Yeah, I don't know what the cheese is called either. But yeah, it has to only be called that from that particular region. Region, yeah.
0: Right, we're back. So Easter Monday, we hope everyone's had a nice Easter long weekend. You've had four days off, which has been lovely to have you around the home. Have done nothing but clean and eat banana bread the entire time. So it yes. has been fun.
1: <laughs> chocolate chip banana I bread. to have
0: chocolate in it, otherwise, yeah. it does that doesn't feel very. Ceremonial,
1: no, yeah, just for like Easter and stuff. But it's um been a very nice, like, chilled. I mean, I've got one more day left, but been very nice to have that time off and relax and stuff. So, yeah, it's always good to have. It's been good, yeah. They We're call in holiday it, um, mode, so I feel like yeah.
0: I make sure everything's recording. It is, no, it
1: is, yeah. Um, but they I like to call it strategic annual leave. So I only had to take right. one day off as annual leave, and the rest are like covered by public holidays and my RDOs, So
0: strategic, yeah. Interesting. So you
1: don't have to use like, you know, four days worth of leaves. You get so.
0: paid regardless. Yeah. Well, every time it comes around to Easter, I'm reminded of a horrific moment during my childhood, which I think we might throw on the screen here right now. I have it made <laughs> in advance, just like a good cooking show. It's um, There's a pre-made version underneath the shelf yep. of the photo. So back when I was, I don't know what year this is from, I want to say when I was maybe seven or eight, i I'm probably not even seven or eight, I probably look mm-hmm. about like I'm five here.
1: I've seen this photo. It's I'm reminded very, um,
0: of this awesome Easter bunny outfit. So, obviously, when you have... It's
1: 19, what, 1992? 90,
0: 92, so yeah. I would have been four.
1: Far out. Like, it is horrific.
0: So, when you go to... Obviously, when you have Christmas time, everyone goes to the local shopping center, whatever, mm-hmm. to see some fake Santa parading around to get photographs. Back in the 90s, we had Easter bunnies. And <laughs> the one I'm... You can definitely, if you're listening to this, you'll want to see the video <laughs> version on Spotify, on YouTube. Of me and my god sister um, posing with an Easter bunny. The background decorations are like the cheapest cellophane I can think of.
1: It's like legit cellophane that you get from like the reject shop.
0: Uh, And yeah, it's a a dude dressed up in a bunny outfit and it looks like it's something out of an It movie, some sort of Stephen King horror movie, white gloves, white little... Bow tie kind of thing.
1: It's the dead eyes that do it for me, I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Very horrifying. I'm instantly reminded of this every time it comes to Easter. Yeah. So it's always enjoyable to remember those horrific years.
1: Very different for me. Like, when I remember Easter, I just remember, like, frolicking and finding, like, Easter eggs with my brother and my family and stuff. So a lot different memories compared to, I guess, your one of that horrific Easter bunny.
0: (sighs) Why would they – why would someone have – that as a job like a obviously it's a casual role you don't dress up like that all year round but who signs off on that
1: i'm gonna say it's like a regional town like a c-grade type of like financing for like a (laughs) little shopping shopping center
0: it's the most horrific thing i've ever seen and i've never seen an easter bunny like photograph session at a mall ever since
1: yeah but like why pink why not like gray like a normal easter bunny
0: yeah gray's a bit bland though you don't want to have like for a photo uh for a relic uh memorable moment like that, you don't want to have a grey bunny. You want unless even the, something pink.
1: Unless it's like, like a con, right? So it's just like some dude, once a year, dresses up. It's probably the same dude that dresses up at Santa yeah. or whatever it is. It just needs a just, bit of
0: um, extra money during that yeah. time of year. Cause it's,
1: Give me $5, $5 and you can take a photo with me. Aha.
0: Uh, pretty cheaper back then, I think. 2 bucks,
1: Gold coin donation.
0: So those seasonal workers, they want money all year round. They'll dress up for any holiday. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. It's
1: pretty scary. I can't believe you had to go through that.
0: <laughs> and so what are your Easter memories?
1: My Easter memories are like actually it was pretty cute so my parents used to hide easter eggs around the place so we used to have to go for our own little easter egg hunt um we used to depending on like the weather and stuff would either be outside or in our bedroom so like while we we're sleeping parents would like you know walk in our room and like hide easter eggs and stuff around if it was raining and stuff and we would just have to like hunt around for easter eggs and you know, got to chomp them all down
0: anything like substantial like Everyone did that. Like, yeah. did you? <laughs>
1: oh, we grew up We grew up Catholic as well. So, we always had to go to, like, church ah, and stuff.
0: so that, that's where the interesting part comes in. So, yeah. what's an, a Catholic Easter like at the church?
1: So, you have – so, it starts off with – because it's, like, it's Lent, right? So, the whole period of Easter is Lent. So, the theme is you have to give up something. So, people usually give up, like, chocolate or meat or whatever it is. And then on Easter Sunday is, like, when you get to break it.
0: <laughs> Who chooses what you have to give up?
1: You you choose yourself. You like, get to it's choose. Like, yeah, so it's like a you, you know.
0: So you, you Just give up heroin for the weekend.
1: Exactly, it has to be something that you really really want or you really really like. So you have to actually give up something that you you that you're gonna miss.
0: Social media. Yeah,
1: <laughs> back then we had no social media. Back then, but yeah, so the whole period was Lent. Then it would start off with Palm uh, Palm Wednesday. Palm, I think like it is.
0: palm like your palms no no
1: it was palm sunday so palm it kicks like off with, palm,
0: like the the text or like your hand oh no palm. like the
1: leaf palm like a plant palm. oh okay no. so it,
0: like so, like a palm like yeah. Psalm.
1: so it starts off with palm sunday yep. so i'm pretty sure like that came about because like when jesus jesus was entering jerusalem people were throwing down palms or like waving palms and stuff That's
0: a history lesson here yep. yep
1: and then following i can't remember like how many like days or weeks are between them then it follows up by ash wednesday which is like you burn the palms into so, ash
0: so it's not even during the Weekend, it's just an extended. I don't know nothing about Catholic or religious yeah. life, so this is potentially a
1: been a while, th- yeah.
0: Theology lesson <laughs> right here for me,
1: yeah. So, those palms from that Sunday, because you go to church on the Sunday, and those palms from that Sunday would then get burnt, and then you have ash, so then you have Ash Wednesday, which you meant to go to church again, and that's where you have you get the ash cross on your forehead on Ash Wednesday.
0: Why four days? I don't what, know why. Well, what is it? What day does it start? Sunday? Yeah, it starts, yeah, starts on the Sunday.
1: I'm pretty sure it's the following Wednesday. So,
0: what happens in that in between time?
1: Um, people are just like giving up their favorite thing. Like, For it's the Lent. whole time? Yeah, so for the Lent, like the whole of Easter. So, it starts off like the period's called uh-huh. Lent. Something to do with like the pagan. What was like, the
0: most common thing you used to give up? Was it a family thing or an individual thing? It was an
1: individual thing.
0: What did so, you used to give up?
1: I guess like chocolate. I don't know. I was too young. <laughs> I can't remember. So like you got playing with for a certain you. toy. So, or there's something.
0: zero consent given to like what you give up. Your parents get to choose for you, just like mm-hmm. your. Your gender.
1: Well, it's just like you—you you four, four or five or six, you know, like we grew up Catholic, so it's just like you have like whatever it is. So usually kids probably wouldn't give up anything and then the parents would give up something. I don't know. I can't even remember what parents gave up.
0: Yeah. What yeah. would you give up now?
1: Because um, I don't even eat a lot of chocolate. Coffee? Coffee.
0: That's, so it that's pretty essential. De- it has to be deemed by you to be um, some sort of, have some sort of detrimental aspect to your life. Like just like a it's
1: like a sacrifice it's in a way. Inc-
0: it's a convenience thing that you want to You need to give up. Yeah, sacrifice So you're like loyal or.
1: Yeah, it's just like a yes. It's like keeps you humble, right? So you meant to like because like Jesus was like a humble dude. So you have to like humble yeah. yourself by giving up something that yeah, like okay. temptation or whatever okay. it is. Gotcha. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So then, yeah, Ash Wednesday you get the ash and you put the cross on your forehead, and yep. then I don't know how many like days, but I think it goes like Ash Wednesday, and then it's the Good Friday.
0: Oh, so that's the week before. Yes. Oh, it's so like we 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 spend the back half of the weekend generally. Yeah.
1: yeah. So then you have Good Friday um and you're not meant to like eat meat and stuff on Good Friday apparently.
0: Just fish, right?
1: Yeah, just fish on Good it's Friday. Like meat, but yep. anyway. So I think Good Friday's the day that he dies on the cross. You should yep. know this. Yeah, I should know this. It's been a while. Um and then you always have read these, the
0: actual book obviously yeah, if the, you want to the, the
1: Bible for those who haven't heard of it. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, you've got the Good Friday and then you've just got the Saturday in between. Um, and then the Sunday is the day that he's risen. So that's right. Easter I'm think- Sunday. I'm
0: thinking was the Sunday before you're talking. It's like a lead-up period. Yeah, it's like it was- it's a whole period. Oh. Yeah,
1: it's not just like it's not just like a singular day. Like the whole, like it's the whole lead-up for like him like dying and stuff. So like he comes into Jerusalem because people want him, and then the Romans hate him because people are worshiping him and not like the Roman kings or whatever it is. Um, and then they like stone him, I think, and then they like lash lash him like so whip whip on the back, and then he has to carry the cross up to the top of the hill with the other like I know thieves and stuff, and then they put him, all they I, nail him to the cross when they're mentally... I know
0: that. That's a pretty memorable moment. Yeah, when they're
1: meant to um, just, like, tie ropes were and just stuff. They
0: supposed to tie him up. They were yeah. supposed to... sacrifice. Like, like the, um, ri-
1: the original thing is, like, you just meant to tie them up, but they put the nails through his wrist so he wouldn't escape.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Is, it, is all the other crucifixions with nails after no. that, was supposed to be just tied up?
1: they supposed to be tied up. So they're
0: supposed to come back down at some point.
1: Yeah, because it's meant to be just, like, some sort of punishment. I
0: thought they were supposed to be up there and die up there as a... Like, a visual for other people not to misbehave. Like, some, some
1: would die because depending on how long, some would just, like... I thought know, it was,
0: like, just a, a presentation, like a performance thing, like, this could happen to you, so, like, stick in line.
1: Um, a bit of both. I think some people would just be up there for a certain amount of time, and if you survive or whatever it is, but, like, the whole thing, the reason why he died on the cross was because he sacrificed himself for the people and their sins, so the father took his life.
0: The father, God.
1: Yeah. Well, the Holy Trinity is also the, the, so, so the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, yeah.
0: It's so confusing. Yeah. I, I remember we were forced like, to go to scripture lessons, lessons, lessons. during school. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever had a really good choice or if our parents even like really cared. The main thing I remember is the, the whole rock in the cave thing. When yeah. does that come in?
1: So, like, Good Friday he dies on the cross. What? I think, yeah, Good Friday he dies. Yeah, and then so they take him down and they like wash his body and they move him into the cave.
0: Oh, he was already. Th- they moved him into the his body, dead body, into the cave. Yes, I thought yeah. he just like got trapped in there.
1: No, no, like the his followers moved his body into the
0: as uh, like a tomb, like a tomb. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then they opened up the tomb on Sunday and he was, he gone. was gone. Yeah, so he risen
0: or the rat stadium.
1: Yeah, either all. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I'm pretty harsh at the No, no, but it's, it's
1: super whack. Like, it's, thinking it's, about it, it whack. Like, like, you...
0: I mean, like, it's interesting, it's intriguing, but yeah. there's also a lot of holes. Yeah. Pardon the... Pun.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, like when I was super young, so when we lived in Victoria, I went to like a Catholic primary school and then when we moved up to Sydney, I went to a public school for year five and year six and it was a very like bizarre thing because you'd have scripture classes and stuff and then they'll just be talking about these things. And I'm like, I learned about this like ages ago because I went to like a Catholic school. Like it's just ingrained, you know, you have like church every like once a week or whatever it is. And then the high school I went to was a Catholic high school. But I think my parents just paid that little bit extra because it's generally a better education in private schools.
0: And they just had their own specific scripture time on top of normal classes. Yeah.
1: So we had like a, never- So instead of like math, English, so you'd have maths, English, and then studies of religion would be a mandatory thing.
0: And is it like chronological? It's like, oh, we're gonna talk about this today, or is it like starting from point A to point
1: Like any like curriculum, there'd be like some sort of like certain structures and stuff, but it depends on the school. So like, because I went to an all girls Catholic high school, um, they were a little bit progressive. So we had like the women in the Bible one, because like the whole history of like the Bible, right, is it was written by men for men. So they scrapped out, they choose whatever um, scriptures they want to put in there. And then like apparently in the Vatican, there's a whole bunch of like scriptures that people wrote that they haven't even included in the Bible because it doesn't suit like the Catholic needs or whatever it is. So. It's like written for men by men, and that's so why they're, there's
0: they're hardly any. So they're leaving out potentially like important things.
1: Potentially, yeah. Huh. That's why there's hardly any women in the Bible, and that's why like Mary Magdalene gets like sent, like seems like she's like a prostitute or whatever because of just like left so out all the scriptures. Completely
0: shaping, obviously they got to shape the narrative. It is a yeah. book, but mm-hmm. they're they're leaving other things out that could make it worse or make it more interesting or more um potentially like, make things seem darker than actually 100%. is currently led to believe. Because
1: in the New Testament, sorry, this is turning out to be, like, a religious studies, but, like, in the New Testament, there's, like, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, like, the four books. But apparently there's, like, heaps of different other ones. They just didn't put them in or choose to put them in.
0: And they would have been out, like, it's it's been established for long enough now. Mm-hmm. If they've buried it this far, it's not going to just, like, resurface into, like, a new edition anytime soon. No, could
1: you imagine, like, how big the Vatican vault is and, like, the stuff that they would have in there? So, the scriptures, the art, like, all that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like, you know, the Da Vinci Code, where they're, like, they go into, like, the Vatican vault, like, it's probably something like that. Like, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Like, it's a pretty, pretty fucked up religion.
0: And the lesson, the classes in school, mm-hmm. was the teachers like religious, or was it just like whatever teacher could get a job anyway? Like, just take whatever job they can get, whether they're religious or not.
1: Well, because like one of my girlfriends is in, um, like a Catholic school. Like preferably, you have to be Catholic. Like, and for us you can as kids, that, yeah, and like for us as kids to be into a Catholic school, like my mom, she was um, Anglican from like the Church of England, so she had to convert to Catholicism.
0: But to you to go to sc- for you to go to yes, school like, to for then us. basically we'd get- renounce it anyway. Oh.
1: Not like, oh, like to, you get put into like a line to go to a Catholic school because they're better schools, right?
0: It says who though?
1: Because they get more money so they have better quality teachers and like curriculums and resources yeah, that's, and that's stuff. just
0: school. What about yeah. the parent, the, like the home life is equally as important. Oh,
1: no, for sure. I'm just saying like so then because they were both Catholic, they got, you get like higher in the, like, the position to like get into that school. It's dumb.
0: It's not like it's not necessarily dumb. It just shows how rigged society and especially the schooling system that is
1: Catholicism for you.
0: It's just that's it's a bit gross to me. Like it yeah. is what it is. Like you can't there's not much you or I can do to change that system. No. But it's about being aware of like how things operate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Same as any like big business or corporation.
1: Yeah, but like my high school wasn't like super pushy with it because like it was studies of religion was mandatory until year 10 and you could choose whether or not to select it to study it in year 11 and year 12. Like I chose to because it was more weighty in the HSC and it was a pretty easy subject.
0: Did they weave in religious lessons into like a normal class, like no, a normal math. No, it was left like, all here's out. Pythagoras and here's how Jesus used it.
1: No, no, no they left all that out. Was, so, like, science was science, was science and then, you know, you did physics and you did biology and stuff. So, the, generally, those teachers weren't like super religious. So, how
0: do they teach science when it only goes back 2,000 years?
1: They don't. They, te- they teach proper science. They're not like a.
0: So, they teach you evolution. Yeah. They teach you about dinosaurs. Yeah. How's that not a huge conflict of interest to the actual school?
1: I'm sure you'd have some like Christian schools that wouldn't teach that, but like ours was like an actual like legit like school. So you'd have your studies of religion, one. That's why they call it studies of religion. But then, and then, don't you
0: just give the kids an opportunity to debunk it? Because you're teaching them two different timelines.
1: Yeah, but like any, like I guess it depends on like I guess the type of like Christian you are. Like you either like understand like the philosophy of religion and then also like believe in the science.
0: Yeah, but we can teach, I understand that. So it's about how
1: Like it's like the lessons and morals from religion that, that, that teach you. Yeah.
0: I got that. But it's about um how um forget I'm blanking on the word, but like how literal you take the actual Bible and its events. Yeah. I understand there's like um, like good morals and philosophies to be taken away from that mm. time period and from the writings. But to like be like, this is fact. This is literal, literally what happened. Mm-hmm. And then be like, here's how dinosaurs evolved or got yeah. blown up through the asteroids or blown up but suffocated basically.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like that's why they sort of – it just depends. So, like, like that's why they call it studies. We just didn't study, like, Catholicism. We studied, like, Buddhism and
0: – Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're not even, like, really – like, in that essence, mm-hmm. you're not even really going to learn about – Catholicism, you're going just to learn or just to be, have a better educational experience. Well, you know how
1: you have like four terms, so like three terms would be like for Catholic and then one term would be for like a different religion. Is that
0: how they structure it? I
1: think so, from memory.
0: So, you learn a whole different religion there.
1: Yeah. So, like we learn like Hinduism, Buddhism, I think Muslim for a bit as well.
0: Why can't they just do that at normal school? Too I Too busy know. trying to get everyone up to the same basic level of algebra.
1: Probably. I did general math, so like that's where I put the priority. <laughs> I hated math.
0: Well, this has been an interesting discussion so far. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Easter! Happy
1: Easter, everybody! Cheers!
0: <laughs> we should probably give something up for the day. Then coffee's um, a bit too late bit for too coffee, late. coffee, and we've
1: coffee already then. had we've already had coffee we've today. Have chocolate? Ve, ve, ve had
0: chocolate? <laughs> um, yeah. We have, have, have had um, bread?
1: Mm-hmm. Have had bread?
0: We can give up wine. He did turn did turn water into wine. He
1: did, but we don't even have wine in the house, so. True. Yeah. Maybe we'll there's some rotten
0: fruit in the fridge that might go um.
1: Give up fruit. Turn into wine, <laughs> maybe. Some grapes have something in there.
0: Interesting. Yeah. We need to choose something anyway. I'm not giving up this pod. No. Not this week anyway.
1: No. We'll figure it out.
0: Well. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything interesting to add on to <laughs> further this conversation about Jesus?
1: About Jesus? Not that I can. Think or from of. the week?
0: Any interesting stuff from the week?
1: Um. Well, I did. This is like actually a bit of a bizarre thing. Like as I was scrolling through, did you know? <laughs> So you know how when you have a song and you sample a song, you, like you have to pay royalties, right? Most of the time,
0: you do. But uh, I imagine you pretty get, have to get approved. Like depends on how much of the song is used. Uh, if it's just a part of a song, like one instrument from a song, yeah, you can. You have to obviously they like, get a cut of royalties. But if you just use the song you might Mm -hmm. have to like ask permission or if you're gonna cover it or something i'm not too sure how it works but yes the answer is yes yes
1: so guess how much uh sean diddy or p diddy whatever you want to say Sean?
0: how dare you well
1: it says sean and then in in brackets diddy combs (laughs) sean diddy how much do you think he pays sting um for sampling his hit song every breath you take per day
0: that is a big popular that's a big song Mm -hmm. i'll be watching you how much does he pay... Per
1: day. How much does he pay Sting per day?
0: Okay, so this would come down to how how often his song gets played. So, like, on radio, um, featured mm-hmm. on movies, yep. album sales, streaming. How much does he pay Sting per day? Yes. I'm going to go, I mean, has probably played a million times a day. You know, probably not that much, probably... It's probably between like radio play and everything, streaming. Probably, I'm gonna say 400,000 plays a day. Yes. And let's say you get. Well, it depends on how much Puff Diddy. what Would you call him Puff Diddy? It's a Sean, it Sean
1: Diddy. Diddy Combs.
0: Depends how much he would get per play, because obviously there's a split to like management and mm-hmm. record companies and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I mean This is very hot. Poor math. Maybe he gets $0.10 per play. Mm -hmm. So $0.10 per play would be 10% of that. So that's $40,000. And then if he's using a sample of Sting... So
1: analytical, yeah.
0: Because it's a a huge... It's pretty much an exact... It's an exact usage of that sample. It's not like it's redone with a different instrument or in a different key or anything. Mm -hmm. He's probably paying 50% royalties to Sting. So I'm saying... Twenty to twenty-five k per day.
1: Oh, way off, but yeah.
0: <laughs> really, too high.
1: Yeah, it is too high. Um, but like it's a, it's five k every single oh, day. It's way off. But it's like it's it's accumulated to almost like two two million a year in royalties from a single song, which is crazy. Apparently, it's put like Sting's kids through like school and stuff.
0: Hundred percent, I would. Yeah, and if you have that invested in, like, somewhere decent. Like, the returns on that would be insane.
1: Yeah. But, like, the, when I was looking at it, so, like, royalties, is, like, either you can do it illegally or legally or illegally. Like, everyone, like, goes to court and stuff at the end of the day, but it's 50-50. So, if, you know, he's also getting, like, 50% of those. So, it's, like, he's getting, like, 10K per day.
0: That's what I said. I thought it would be about 50, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, he's getting, like, yeah, 10K per day or whatever it is, and he's giving, like like, half of that to sting but like that's crazy like i think it's the
0: percentage of how it's the same as like with logos and stuff i think or with branding or taglines i don't know we're not copyright lawyers by any means but i think it has to be a certain percentage of variability or change to the original to be considered like a new piece of art or like logo or something like that Yeah. Um, but that song is like a like the main part of that sting song is used in the song. Like I yes. said, it's not just like one one um element or one track or instrument. Like it's a fair chunk of that song is from the original oh, 100%. Sting song. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Whereas they have like um like Dr. Dre or someone who's known for like sampling heaps of stuff, or Kanye, for example. Yeah. Uh they only use like small snippets from a song, like a scratch on a um they'll listen to like an old record from the 50s yeah. or 60s or something and get one tiny section and then loop it over and over. You can barely and tell. Then, and then they'll yeah. layer that with 10 other samples. Mm-hmm. So it's like it comes down to how much um, change has been made to the original Yeah. in terms of how much percentage the original artist would get, I mm-hmm. imagine.
1: And there's like heaps of big songs out there. I was going to send you, but I think if you wanted to have a look at the link, it was like the 10 songs that made millions in royalties.
0: Well, what's interesting now with AI is you can make new songs using – Elements so like let, let me put it this way, like if you have an m&m song, for example, mm-hmm. or you want m&m's voice, you can put m&m's voice um to sing an Adele song for example example, but an Adele song with like a Wu-Tang type beat. Yeah. Like you can you can mix all these elements now with AI, or you'll be able to more easily go into the future. And then that's when there's there's actually a few articles this week I've read but I can't recall them exactly about how that's going to shape or impact things like this, like lawsuits or copyright going on in the future Mm -hmm. because it's the name and likeness. Like you can use Eminem's style and tone and voice. The AI can listen to hundreds of his songs and get how his voice sounds and then add different words in Mm -hmm. and then it's essentially AI creating that version of his voice but it's using his name and likeness.
1: Right. So, like, there's going to
0: be a bunch of like legal disputes, and you know, like, huge um, lawsuits and stuff going on, in, like the crazy in the whatever Senate courts or whatever who the fuck decides that sort of stuff in yeah. the U.S.
1: Well, like, yeah. So instead of sampling your like creative work as like a song or like pictures and stuff, it's going to be your self, like stealing your self identity. Like that's pretty crazy. Yes. Yeah.
0: Rather than using the exact music or the exact words, it sounds like like you. Yeah. And I guess the people that can defend themselves are the ones that have an, a, a huge catalogue yeah. and huge financing or a, a record label to support or, like, pay those legal fees. Like, if, what if someone just gets the top number one hit song mm-hmm. or, like, blows up viral on TikTok or YouTube or something and just makes 100K overnight? and But it's like they've done nothing other than type into chat GPT, play Adele song, or well, play whatever this Adele song is with this type of... Wu-Tang Clan beat with Eminem singing or, mm-hmm. like, whatever combination you want to do. It's it's There's endless combinations, essentially. Um And then, like, who gets paid for that? Yeah. It's kind of interesting.
1: Well, it's like, I think, wasn't it a couple of years ago, like, Splendor in the Grass, they had, like, Jimi Hendrix, like, virtual reality sort of, like, person, like, playing. Could you imagine, like, eventually, like, that's what it's going to be? It will be, like, someone, like you said, like, looks like Eminem or looks like Adele singing in a different voice and it's just, like, a virtual reality, like...
0: For a festival, it wouldn't work because you're paying to see the artist. You're paying to see the exact thing that they've created. You mm-hmm. don't want to see some mashup version. I think all that mashup stuff is going to be good online. And, like, it's it's fun when you see another band cover another band's song. Yeah. But in a live setting, I don't know how that would play. But, like, in terms of holograms and stuff, like, they had Tupac play at Coachella probably almost 10 years ago now. Mm-hmm. That was a while ago. That technology's been around for a while. Um. But you'd, you'd they'd want they'd probably play their original songs.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Like, because that's who you'd want to see. You want to see the originals and stuff. You don't want to the- see
0: Tupac doing a an ABBA song,
1: unless it's like the new like dance like techno genre is like up Yeah, there you
0: go. But it, in terms of different art styles, like you, with the AI stuff, you can see people that are like we've mentioned did an episode a few weeks ago about AI art and how it's kind of just manipulating previous forms of art that have been uploaded on there. So Mm -hmm. if you're an artist, your painting style can be imitated or replicated to a degree and then repurposed to someone else's um, product. But with music, it's a bit different because there's so many layers. Mm -hmm. There's like the sound of the voice, there's the actual instrumentation part, and then the actual lyrics part. So there's words, there's how the words are sung in a voice, and then there's music behind it. So there's more opportunities to manipulate the art form as opposed to, like, just a painting, for example, because it's just, like, a linear, it's just a 2 D thing as opposed to, like, a moving waveform. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. It's going to be very, very tricky, like, in a couple of years' time, but, like, who owns
0: what? Exactly. Mm. So, yeah, copyright could be interesting going forward in the future. I mean, I could find an article now, but we're just going to, like, fumble through it like a...
1: Like we usually okay, do, like a Christian
0: discussion <laughs> on Catholicism
1: from someone who hasn't uh, done it in a while.
0: Done what in a while?
1: Yeah, it's like it's called either practicing or you're not practicing. So, like to be like a proper like Catholic or whatever, oh, you need right. to like yeah. go to confession like before you go to church, so then your soul it, is cleansed. Interesting. And we used to have to like do confession in school. We'd be like, you know, sit down in a little confession booth and be like,
0: Did you? They made you do that at school?
1: Yeah. Like you, um, like actually done? going to like because we because we had a few like different mixed like religions and stuff. Like you didn't have to. Like you could sit out if you wanted to. Um, they didn't force you to do anything.
0: Were there any kids that oh, I don't want to go back into this topic again? <laughs> were there any <laughs> were there any kids that were just staunchly like clearly there just as like a uh as not a scam but like to like defy the rules? <laughs> like their parents were in on it. The kids were just like we're only going here for the education. They're like I'm not taking part in any. Classes, or I'm not taking part in any confessions, like it's just clearly like and like bragged about it or anything. Because I'd be no, like,
1: not really, there's some just like that didn't care about it, but they'll still like it was still like a class that you had to like pass, or else you'd fail. Jesus Christ, like it's education at the end of the Maybe day.
0: It's got a Scientology at that point,
1: yeah. Well, science, I guess. Who's it Hubbard? Is that guy?
0: Yeah, but they make them do. Basically the same thing, like confessions.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like the whole thing is like the whole point is like you go to confession, you'd be like, I stole $5 out of my mom's wallet. No worries, your sins are forgiven and then you go to church. And then you can take Holy Communion when you go to church because like you meant not to take Holy Communion if you've got sins, apparently. All right. Yeah.
0: I don't know how to carry on from that, to be honest.
1: (laughs) Do you have any articles?
0: Not as interesting or provoking as religion.
1: Yeah. What about P. Diddy? He's like...
0: uh, uh, What about P. Diddy?
1: Well, as I was just talking about, like paying five k a day to good old Sting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have no articles about P Diddy. You know. Following on from like last week's episode about banning things, got a couple of interesting, um, I guess, layover elements or parts of conversation. Yeah. So I've been watching a bit of the Masters this weekend. You've been, like, again? heaps
1: into, like, I would no, never no, have No, no, no,
0: no, don't put it out there like I'm heaps into golf. I just no, watch I just, it like, in the background. I
1: know you just watch it in the background, but, it, you know, it'd be the last kind of, like, sport that I thought you'd sort of be mildly interested in. Tell me why. I don't know, because it's, like, the sports you usually like is, or well, the two that I can know of is, like, basketball and UFC, and that's quite, like, uh, uh, uh.
0: Okay, so break it down. What happens when you're watching basketball or UFC?
1: Like, it's fast-paced. Yep. So obviously, it's a sport, so it's skill level. And
0: what's going on, like... That's the visual. Yep. Mm Fast-paced. Commentary. What's going on with the commentary?
1: People are describing what's happening. Yep. And just, like, giving, like, I would do this and stuff instead or, like...
0: If the sport is fast and the Mm -hmm. commentary is also... Fast. Okay, so what is golf? Golf is,
1: like, a
0: a slow sport. It's a bit more relaxing and not stressful to watch, especially when you're high-strung. When you're (laughs) high-strung like me and you just want to zone out for a second, you don't want to watch a... Hectic fight or a hectic play in basketball. That's or true. And, a, and it's, outdo- pay- it's outdoors,
1: pay- nice greenery. Or fast,
0: pay- yeah, exactly. <laughs> or even just like the alternative is to watch YouTube or a movie. But then it's just scene after scene, line after line, change, change, change. Just like, okay, we got Mike Willowitz moving up to the 14th tee. <laughs> Wind's gone about 45 knots here to the left. And you're just like, oh, this is like heaps calm so it's just it's just chill i'm not even really watching it i'm yeah. like kind of absorbing it mm-hmm. but it's just because otherwise the alternative is music and then what i listen to hip-hop and punk hip-hop's mm-hmm. just like shoot your mama dad in the street ba-bum-ba-bum. it's like okay chill out and yeah. then punk's just like fast 200 beats per minute and mm-hmm. just like i just need
1: you just need some dudes in a polo shirt it's just, just like lo-fi relax. it's
0: just lo-fi sport
1: Oh, my God! Yes, fly sport blue Fi sport, Gotcha, totally understand now, except the other day there was like big pine trees falling down and stuff,
0: yeah, there was three big well, they've called it off for two days in a row, because of the weather, a few storm cells moving through Augusta there, yeah, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's crazy how much you absorb. Like you are such a sponge that even though you're only kind of like half listening to it, you still be rattle off like a whole bunch of like golf stuff. Now. I just
0: need to know where it is, who's playing, what Aussies are on. Um, I just need to know what I'm getting involved in. Yeah, I don't just jump into a Catholic school and just get told what to know. I want to investigate a little bit, you know.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. So you have been watching golf lately?
0: Yeah. So what was I talking about before that?
1: That you were going to – there was the bannings.
0: Oh, yeah. So, just in an interesting article, it wasn't really interesting, it was just more like highlighting facts about it. There's no phones allowed there. So, there's 40,000 attendees generally at the – this is like the the biggest – pardon me, the biggest event, like mm-hmm. golfing Um, at Augusta, and it's like a three- or four-day event. They have like a bunch of different rounds. So, it's the same 18 holes every day, and then depending on how – how below or above par you are, you get there's cuts along each day. Yeah. So obviously, after the on the second day, the first half of people are cut, and then it dwindles down until the last day, right? Mm-hmm. But the the attendees can't have any phones or cameras or anything. So it's one of, if not the biggest event globally, where there's a a common knowledge or a common agreement among the patrons that there's no phones to be allowed. So like I can't go like we're talking about Lent before we can't give our phones up for the day let alone an entire day on the golf course obviously they can go home to their um, hotels and stuff and use their phones and gadgets but it's just interesting that there's a common agreement just for the enjoyment of the sport people are there they're in the zone they're in the moment to enjoy the sport yeah um so that was kind of interesting to think about mm-hmm. and then we we're talking about last week about banning phones and stuff
1: yeah in schools and stuff and wasn't there that viral photo of like how cheap the food was as well
0: yeah i'll see if i can find that actually because i mean if i was going to augusta and i uh, wanted some food mm-hmm. and i was paying that much to attend yeah i would probably want
1: some cheap no, some, food some cheap bloody how, food how much are the tickets do you know
0: i don't know they'll
1: probably be a couple of hundred right
0: would um, pro- I mean, it'd be a few, a multiple day event.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So you probably get like the one day passes, and then you probably have like a like a like a normal kind of like festival, but golf.
0: Well, you'd want to be there on the last day when the actual winners are now. So yeah. I imagine it's
1: that would be the most the expensive. same as like a
0: NBA finals, like mm-hmm. each when it goes down the the you want to see the best of the
1: best. You don't want to see like the dummies playing.
0: So you can bring this up on the screen if you want. Mm-hmm. This is the Masters, Augusta Masters food menu. And it's pretty cheap. If I could find the photo, the photo which I just had one second ago. It's a lot of Ugh. just snacks and stuff, well, there we you go.
1: know. Once it loads. There we go.
0: So sandwiches. We got oh an my egg God. egg salad, one dollar fifty. I mean this is after inflation. Yeah. We got a, we got a huge uh inflation issue. Well at like you've
1: got two little like golf course are they like the the prime golf course ones to get? Is that why they're so cheap?
0: Um I don't know what the the logos there it's probably yeah maybe they're
1: the special famous. the house special
0: <laughs> famous egg salad special
1: barbecue
0: Um uh, yeah this is relatively like well off kind of moder- moderately it's a country rich. club. it's a country club yeah, yeah it's a simple way of putting yeah. it okay egg salad dollar 50 pimento cheese i guess that's just cheese type so. of
1: cheese yep
0: <laughs> it's not a sandwich or anything dollar 50 barbecue three bucks Master's Club, which I, I think would be it's a favourite. Sam-
1: no, club sandwich, yeah. Yep,
0: 2 50, grilled chicken wrap, 3 bucks. So cheap. Super cheap. Um, fresh brewed coffee, $1.50. Sausage biscuit, which is basically what we call an egg big muffin. Uh, sausage big oh, muffin.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: I think as biscuits. Yeah, like they, a, they call
1: muffins biscuits. Like yeah, but I think scone. it's more of a dense. It's, it's like, is, like a
0: scone type thing. I think
1: it's close to a scone. Let us
0: know in the comments mm-hmm. if what a biscuit is, because we call biscuit a cookie. Yes. Blueberry muffin, $1. Blueberries oh, so- ain't cheap.
1: Fresh fruit, two bucks. So they're, they're,
0: they're like losing money on these products.
1: Oh, 100%. They would not cost, That would be so hard to, yeah, have that pricing.
0: Import beer, $5. Makes sense. Candy chips, $1. Peanuts, $1. Cookie. So, what's a They? I don't understand. We call cookies. Anyway. Biscuits. So confusing.
1: Um, no, no, no. So, there'll be cookies are like, you know, chocolate chip cookies and all yes. that kind of stuff. And then the biscuits are like Anzac biscuits, like I think more of like less sweet. So confusing. I know. Aussies just call everything, everything all at once, to be honest.
0: Um, but, yeah, the trees were falling down, which is pretty crazy. They had to call it off. Mm-hmm. I think if you I'll see if I can find a, a video. Trees falling. Falling. Falling.
1: Far out. Look at that.
0: Imagine if this had to, like, crush – obviously, they're huge t- – um, are they pine trees? Yeah. Two yeah. pine trees. If they had fallen on someone, it would have been- Disastrous. Disastrous yes. all over the news. There mm-hmm. would be regulations and limitations and all the future events, but luckily they're so tall mm-hmm. that you can hear it coming a mile away. Like, their yeah. roots, the roots are so entrenched that you'd hear it. Uh, it
1: be slow, falling. slow yep.
0: falling. I wonder how many people call Timbub. watch location. it. Not- Got to go to YouTubes. We have YouTube? How do you get YouTube?
1: What is YouTube? There we go, a nice 38-second video. That's what you need. The second round of the Masters was suspended today because of inclement weather, which also led to at least three trees falling right onto the course. The uprooted pines fell slowly, as you see here, two of them acting as support for the third tree. The trees went down right where a crowd was watching along the 17th tee. Fortunately, no one was injured, but the close call was evidenced by several crushed chairs that were right beneath those trees. They fell scary moments there thankfully everyone's all right let's talk
0: about let's talk about what's next um <laughs> so that, that was pretty crazy that's why i got called off um but yeah i've been enjoying it i've been looking at some of the young aussies which is actually a guy from sydney he's i think he's 21 yeah harrison crow um, never heard of him he's been wiped out already he's been knocked out
1: oh really what round did he get in or what day did he get to Did he but, get wiped out on the first day
0: i'm not sure how it's working at the moment because the second and third day got rained out, so oh. I, don't, I feel like they made a cut early because they can't – everyone's there, like, flown in. Because mm-hmm. the thing with these golf tournaments is there's golf uh, events every week. Right. And it's not like – they get to pick and choose what games or what tournaments they want to play. It's not like an NBA season where, like, you have to be in Chicago – Miami, you have to be here, you have to be here. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't really want to play that one this time. I, don't, I want to spend time at home this weekend. But I do do that course. Yeah. Every weekend there's like major events globally. Right. Which is why, why they could introduce that, introduce that live event or a different company started a different golfing tournament.
1: Because there's like a big demand for it honestly. It's just a
0: big demand and there's a lot of money in the, the sports and like obviously the sports but the advertising <laughs> and all the brand deal partnerships and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm not sure how it works this weekend because there's so many other events on. They can't really extend this to, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. It's only, like, a four-day thing. Okay. So I'm not sure how they get knocked out each day now that there's been two days rained out. So I feel like they might have to cut. The people that were at the bottom already didn't really get a chance to redeem themselves gotcha. on future days. So he's been knocked out anyway.
1: They must have, like, oh Sorry.
0: Don't yawn on the pod. Must have
1: a contingency plan for that, for like those rained out days and stuff.
0: But I thought you'd like this. This is um, Harrison Crow, the amateur golfer from Australia. This is a bit of an older video. About a golfer who hit a shot from the Dunvegan, which is a bar about a nine iron away from the 18th grade. Nine iron. <laughs> I didn't know who it was tonight. I found out it was Ernie L. So there's a famous event where someone's hit a golf ball over like this famous pub on, right. to, on this is like one of the most famous golf courses in the world in the UK oh. and they hit it from the street over the over to the golf course Yeah. and then they wanted to recreate it and the Aussie guy young youngster he's like mm-hmm. 20 21 yeah. came over and redid it so I'll just cut gotcha. forward to it. I thought you might like it it's a bit of a Fun. But, you know hey you love you, you love your trick shots you know I do there's been no permits there's this is just happening this is just a sunday night All
1: right. tricky day <laughs> See so yeah, how he has a mullet, right? Next of course. Of, of course he does.
0: There was another guy who was going to hit his mullet. Another Aussie. Uh, his Sydney, name's Cameron Australia. Smith. <laughs> Come on, mate. Show him. Oh. coming. Look how rickety like, these tiles are.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: yeah. So oh, it's
1: got a little little golf thing. The in first them.
0: shot he misses, yeah, and then the second one, right
1: here,
0: he cracks right yeah. over it.
1: Wow! Oh, Look at a classic oh, UK street. Yeah, yeah. Right, cobblestones, everything. Look at all the chimneys. Oh, the the road is even called Golf Place.
0: <laughs> is it?
1: Yeah.
0: No, no. Max no, no. it. Over. Oh. That should work. That <laughs> Look work. at that. That's a new young, upcomer, amateur golfer. Not that you're that interested, but in talking about mullets, um, the other guy that's uh, quite a good golfer, Aussie dude, is Cameron Smith. He's got a pretty decent mullet.
1: Aussies just love their mullets, man. Look at that for a mullet. The mullets and the mow. Look at that face. He <laughs> 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 looks so distraught.
0: I think it's. Um, you don't see many Americans with mullets. No. I think it's just like a...
1: Well, it's like, it's like the Aussies love mullets, and then you, I think it's like the rednecky, like the... Who's even the comedian? rednecks. Theo Vaughn. Yeah. He's got the mullet as well. But Aussies would love him. Yeah. Mm.
0: So, yeah, I, I think we're just 20 years behind. We're living in the early 2000s with the mullet, mullet area.
1: Yeah, they just love it, you know?
0: Should I grow a mullet?
1: If you want to. It's
0: too curly, though.
1: You do have curly hair, but like you said it before, where you just cannot be bothered to have long hair anymore, so shave it off.
0: Like a mullet's no joke. You got to main, not maintain it, but you got to keep the front chopped down. Um, got to brush a, the long back. You got to brush the long back.
1: Yeah, what well, you have to do. Do you? Yeah.
0: It's the shampoo though, it's a lot of work as well.
1: Yeah, you just like the easy maintenance.
0: Um. So what we're talking about banning? Yeah, So yes. phones are banned. Um. And I didn't realize that. Obviously, we talked about last week mobile phones are banned as well Mm -hmm. at Aussie schools. They actually use these devices called Yonders. Right. I know a bunch of – speaking about comedians, I know a lot of comedy, bigger comedy shows in the US use these devices that lock people's phones away so they can't film or record their stand-up specials Mm -hmm. because they want to retain their jokes and everything. So every time they go to a new city, no one's heard their joke before. Otherwise, you can imagine if everyone, like at a music concert, Mm -hmm. is filming everything – then you're giving away – like with the music, it's a bit different because you already know their songs. You yeah. go there to see content you've already heard of. With comedy, you want to go to see stuff that you have heard, heard of. of. Yeah, exactly. So they want to retain all that um, integrity and intellectual property in terms mm. of their jokes. Makes sense. So they use these Yonder devices, which are just little pouches that have like a magnetic lock type thing on them. Gotcha. So that's what schools are using now in Australia mm. to prevent kids from accessing their phones during the school day.
1: Very interesting. Did you know it's the fifty-year anniversary of mobile phones? I was reading an article, so they've only been around fifty years. It's not that long.
0: You said this the other day, but I'm I'm confused because mobile mobile phone means no means mobile, right?
1: No cord, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not sure about this. Well, there's because I think about SIM cards. Yeah, I think about SIM cards. Do they have SIM cards, or will they just mobile things you carry? At home.
1: Well, I don't know if the SIM card... I think the SIM card might have come after the mobile phone. Because, like, I think, I think initially, like, everything was embedded on that phone, right? You'd buy a Telstra phone and it'd be, like, on there. Um, yep. But one of my articles was, like, the 50th anniversary. Did you... Oh, you got it? Yeah. Fast with it.
0: So, this is what I'm thinking. This is... Oh, this is, well, you had the link ready to go. Uh, that's what I can think of as a mobile phone. Yeah, so I, that's yeah, the old
1: school mobile phone. But
0: how did they call out? Like, what, what did they... How did they get signal...
1: Like, with an antenna, so they would have to have... You probably wouldn't get a signal all the time, to be honest, because you'd have to have the towers to be able to receive it.
0: Interesting. Because look how blocky these are. There's not even... How many numbers are in that? One, two, three, four, five, oh yeah, 3, 4, 9, 10.
1: Yeah, but you'd probably only be able to call. That's it. There was no texting or anything like that. Yeah. And it'd have to be that blocky because, like, think about batteries. They've only just gotten smaller over time. Like, batteries were probably, a like, huge back then.
0: Yeah. Like, wasn't it? This
1: is probably even before like lithium batteries, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. So
1: lithium like helped the tech get smaller. Think about that. Like, as soon years. as like one tech gets better, like it can influence another tech to get like smaller or more efficient as well.
0: Well, I was watching the other day. I know how you love when I watch movies on my own on Thursday nights. I watched that Tetris movie. <sighs> this I is love- happening
1: way too often now. I'm so like, I don't get to watch anything at all anymore. I you would do. have loved to watch that movie. You do.
0: We'll get into what we watched this week. Uh, I watched that Tetris movie. I forget what the actor's name is. He was in um
1: a movie.
0: The other movies.
1: <laughs> Look it up real quick. Tetris movie cast because
0: Tetris was like the game in the household that everyone played. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name?
1: Just uh, such Tetris movie cast.
0: I am, but the internet's not great Tetris because you cast. know things are getting smaller. Yeah. Um, Taron Egerton.
1: Oh, he's the one that played like um Elton John and yes. King Arthur and yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, watch the Tetris movie. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed it. It's basically it's similar to the concept of that new Air movie that has Ben Affleck. It's about the making of a the making of something that's culturally known, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of documentaries about like how a video game was made or how a movie was made or something, but like yeah. in terms of like having it kind of fictionalized and played out with characters and stuff Mm -hmm. is becoming more and more popular. Like the Air one's about creating the Air Jordans. This one's about how they designed and got Tetris to market. Gotcha. um, Because it was like the biggest game of its era. Um, And speaking of technology and things getting smaller and battery sizes and stuff, this is basically how they got Tetris because the Russians basically didn't want to let Tetris get out of the country. There was a a Russian guy that invented the game. And mm-hmm. then, obviously, the whole movie is about the legal battles of getting licensing to different platforms and different countries so they could produce it. And obviously, everyone wanted to make money off the Tetris game. Gotcha. But the interesting thing about this is, like, the game's fun. I used to love it. Dad used to play it, used to smash it. I was not so, not so good at it. Um, but for me, the interesting part was the introduction or the first glimpse at like a game boy when it had first been released right so the thing with the game boy in the movie he says i think he says are you making it with color um and he's the guy that's like working at nintendo is like you know we're doing it like just black mm-hmm. um and with this number of pixels because we do any more than that we can't Run it off the four AA batteries that you need. Oh. so that's a battery limitation, as we are just saying a second ago. Gotcha. Otherwise, it might they might have had um, color initially. Obviously, there was co- Game Boy color and stuff came mm-hmm. out later down the line. Whether or not the the hardware inside got easier to run off less batteries More or whatever, efficient. Yeah. but initially that's the reason why it was just um, like black and gray. It wasn't even gray; it was oh. just one one tone.
1: Yeah, like that greeny gray color, of yeah. like the original games.
0: Yeah. Um. So that was interesting. Um. And yeah, they they were gonna initially put Super Mario out with the the Game Boy, but then mm-hmm. Tetris was more of a, a Universal mass, Universal in terms of everyone in the household would be able to play it. Gotcha. Compared to Mario, which is more of a, a kid's game. Mm. Um so recommend that movie. But we'll get on to what we recommend you guys to watch this week. We just finished it. It's yes. just been released. We binged it all weekend.
1: Literally finished right before we started this episode. So as perhaps
0: we've well. we watched a lot of Netflix this weekend, maybe we can lent for the rest of the afternoon with oh, no
1: netflix no tv you know that that was probably a classic one no tv yeah yeah true yeah well like tv was like the old school like social media right because like you didn't have computers or mobile phones like that you could just you know use and watch content on so it'd be like Gippy would give up tv
0: hmm. all right so that's what we're giving up um this week we're going to talk about beef on netflix
1: a very interesting show super interesting
0: um, so you can you can give it a bit of an intro if you like. I know, oh Jesus. It's only in the afternoon.
1: I know. It's stressing
0: me out here. Sorry.
1: Um didn't mean to yawn. I think it's the coffee that's making me yawn to be honest. Okay. Not not getting through. Um So the TV show B, so it's about these two people. Um that both have like their own shit sort of going on in their lives and everything, and it starts off by him going into a shop, like they're in like a what kind of like, like a super supermarket, super center kind of thing that sells like everything, like a, I'm trying to not say Goodwill, what's the other one? Best Buy, something like that? Walmart. Walmart, thank you. That's like the Walmarty type store. Um, He goes to reverse and this other person's like driving past and they almost like get into a crash but stop, but she like beeps for a very, very long time and he's like, what's your problem? And then they get into the like huge road rage driving sort of, like, shenanigans, um, and it sort of, like, escalates from there. Like, they're always just trying to get back at each other.
0: Yeah. So the entire – first of all, it's a great show. One of the – probably one of my favourite shows I've seen this year. Um, the whole whole TV show, like, you don't know what's coming. There's a lot of unpredictability mm-hmm. compared to traditional TV shows. You can see a lot of the stuff coming. In this one, you don't really know what's going to come next the cast is really good it's an all asian cast for the most part yeah um and the entire show is as the title of the show is called beef it's basically centered around conflict and um grud- holding grudges against people yeah. like whether necessary or unnecessarily mm-hmm. holding grudges against people and not letting go of things and just wanting to be vindictive the insight entire- to like everyone that does you wrong essentially
1: yeah and then using that that vindictiveness to like fill a hole within your own life like to mask the depression to mask like your unhappiness and that kind of thing just like pulling like finding something to like live for and finding purpose but it's just like always like the worst route to take like it's always like the evil side of things
0: yeah just giving blaming others for why things are going wrong and they're not taking any accountability and Mm -hmm. just using the lack of accountability and the grudginess to like like, progress you into the next horrible act you're going to do.
1: Oh, 100%. It's a
0: really interesting show.
1: And, like, I'm pretty good at, like, picking things, like, like solving whatever we're watching, like, figuring out, like, who i know is up to it or whatever like the end up like the end of the story is going to be but this you're one, a actually, mystery.
0: you're a murder mystery topic whiz
1: yeah whiz. like i can usually figure it out but this one i couldn't i couldn't guess like what was going to happen next there was like one part like you know someone was hiding i'm like oh it could be this person it could be this person's it's like it's just leading you into all these different areas a bit like my lotus like it could be leading to anybody mm. you just don't know Like, that's why it's like I like that it keeps you guessing because it keeps you engaged the whole entire time. It keeps you like wanting to watch them, wanting to try and figure it out. Like, I kind of like not knowing what's going to happen next.
0: There's a lot of doors left open that you don't really know which one Mm -hmm. you is like, where it's going to come from next. Like, they don't, there's no real character tie offs because there's always potential for someone to, to come back and be involved in the next thing. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting show. Like, they just, like you said, they. The, you're almost getting in a car accident in the first mm-hmm. episode i yes. guess there's not going to be going to be any major spoilers here mm-hmm. it's just the the premise of the show and then the entire season after that incident is them trying to find out who it was or get back at each other and just all the the one one word for the season is um vindictive trying to be in grudges that's yeah. essentially how it's
1: and i kind of like shaped. the split split as well because like the lady she's Got quite a bit of wealth and stuff behind it, not like insanely rich, but she has the chance to make like a whole bunch of money. And you got the other dude, which is just like your blue collar sort of type dude. Um, and it's pretty interesting that no matter like what side of like society they're on or like how much income they have, like they still, they both like are the same person at the end of the day in a way and like still feel the same, that kind of thing. Like it's super, super interesting.
0: Yeah. It doesn't matter like what background you have or what life circumstance you have. We're all, all human and we have um the not necessarily the same grievances but we can all be pushed to our limits no matter how wealthy or how successful or how low on the totem pole we are there's we we can all be dwindled down to our basic human instincts and needs of like ego and um preservate, like self-preservation all yeah. that stuff it all boils back to like just human nature and wanting to like
1: like win. Just win. Yeah, which is like very – because like you think like you get taught like as human beings, you get taught to always take the right path or the higher path, like be the, be the bigger person. But really at the end of the day, like do most people do that or do they just want to be not in for themselves but like I want to be the one that ends up on top because like if I'm on top, that means I'm going to be happy.
0: Yeah, even if you don't know you're going to get a, like get away with it, it's just a chance that you might come out on top. Mm-hmm. So it's just taking that chance instead of – doing something that you know is going to be certain. So it's it's an interesting show because it, it dives into so much of those ele- those human elements that we talked about. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've been listening to a lot of, like, stoic um, podcasts and philosophy-type books lately, and a lot of it's just, like, self-awareness and knowing, like I said, doing the right thing. But, like, a lot of the times it's easy just to do the wrong thing just to, like, get that wind back on your belt. Yeah. Whereas, like... Just kinda of seeing the the pointlessness or the meaningless and everything and letting it slide off your like off your back like a water off a duck's back. I th- I believe is the It the is, saying. yeah. <laughs> like that's often harder to do and like letting go is hard. There's a scene, um, obviously these two main characters, the one we're ones we're talking about, who have the grudges the whole time. There's a scene later on in the season where um the Ellie Wong's character goes to her mum to like air some stuff out and her mum's like I already know about this from, like, decades ago. Like, Mm -hmm. I've let it go. And that's the one thing neither character can do is just, like, let things go and, like, let it wash away and just move on with life. They just hold on to, like, every little grudge, every little grievance. Yeah. And it's – I don't know how much of regular society would do that. I think they would, but they wouldn't act out on it in terms of, um, like, criminal acts or doing harmful things to others. Yeah. Which which is what they do a lot in this season. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, holding grudges is, like – probably more commonplace than not.
1: Oh, for sure. And, like, it just shows, like, it's just, like, the core, like, emotional, like, ability. Like, this is what, like, yeah, just super interesting about this show is, like... They would be acting on things that you'd only just think about, like, oh, I I should do this to get back at them or whatever, rather than just, like, sitting at home not doing anything. But I think because these characters are, like, just depressed and, like, they just don't have much going on in their lives and they're just super upset that anything that makes them feel, like, any sort of emotion, whether it's a good or bad one, is better than what they're currently feeling.
0: That's right. It's just they – it's just a great show from start to finish. Like, even the last episode – you're hanging on the whole time to see what happens, mm-hmm. hanging on to the last second to see what happens.
1: And it's like it's a dark comedy as well, so there's actually parts that literally make you laugh out loud as yep. well. Like it's not all – I mean, there's quite a few comedians and stuff in there. I mean, Ali Wong's like a dope comedian. She's a
0: massive comedian.
1: Yeah, she's huge. And then you got Daniel Cho, Was the dude that you're telling me, who's like this crazy like
0: – David Cho?
1: Yeah, this, this crazy like insane artist that like has all this – like just like this super rich dude that does all these crazy art and stuff. And, like, he's in this and he's just, like, this very eccentric cousin.
0: Just a crazy, like, Asian gang dude. Mm-hmm. Not really in a gang, but, like, just a crazy guy. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, that's probably the – I was looking forward to seeing that, watching that all week. I mm-hmm. know we're in the middle of finishing off White Lotus at the moment. And there are a lot of similarities there in terms of just greed and wanting to um, just get whatever you – like, just be self-fulfilled and get – everything you want whenever you want it as opposed to just being patient or like letting things go it's just like pursuit of self-fulfillment but not even fulfillment like like a you know like a soulful sense just in terms of like a materialistic sense of like um, like a dopamine hit almost like I just need it, I want it, that's what I want. I don't care who gets in my way, mm. that's what I want.
1: That's a that's a very interesting take because like this show is like very much reflective of that. Whereas like everything, whether it's in social media or like lead think leaders or thought leaders, sorry, and all that kind of stuff, they were talking all about being patient. You know, being being stoic, you know, waiting for the stuff, letting things go, and everything. And this is almost like the anti reflection of it all. Be like, I know everybody's teaching you go this way, but this is what this looks like.
0: Well, the moral at the end of the, at the end of all this stuff is to be like that. But this is giving you uh, a lead up to like how not to act. So then you're like, you're invested in the characters, you're invested, you're invested, and mm-hmm. then at the end, you're like, the what's the moral of the show? It's the same as every TV show, movie. Like, there's a moral to be learnt there at the end of it. And then it all points back to, like, like, the philosophical type of stuff of, like, letting things go, moving on, mm-hmm. life is short, it's kind of meaningless in a lot of, lot of areas, um, focus on what, oh, what matters, which is what they don't do the entire show. They kind of focus on getting back at one another in whatever mm-hmm. capacity they can. Um, so it's just about being humble, yep. doing your thing, being stoic.
1: Yeah, being stoic, not letting things get to you, you know, like a honking car. Honking car, yeah.
0: I mean, I don't want to get any any road rage, intimate, intimate, intimate incidents, incidents, yeah, anytime soon because that's like the worst case scenario. Is like no. you, you have a, a one year grudge against someone.
1: Remember, we were driving like two weeks ago and we saw like one in front we, of us. We did, yeah. We, we like to think it, yeah. It was crazy. Just like, a, yeah, off.
0: Well, we we're in a four lane freeway,
1: mm-hmm. in, going one hundred and ten, going
0: one hundred and ten in the second lane from the left, and in Australia we drive on the um. Left side of the road. We do, yes. Um, in the left-hand side, there was two cars and they swept across all four lanes to the right and then ended up in a ditch on the side of the road. And this mm-hmm. happened probably 200 metres in front of us. And we yep. could have been in an accident. could have been multiple cars rolled or flipped. Um, and, like, I can only assume it's from a road rage because there's no reason two cars tail off across four lanes no, like that.
1: not at all. Someone
0: was chasing someone or someone dinged someone or there's some... Um, some anger issue or whatever, and they veered across four lanes and they both ended up in the ditch in the the median strip just before the other four lanes of oncoming traffic.
1: I know. It's pretty scary.
0: Very crazy. Yeah.
1: And, like, that one split decision, because you're driving, like, 110. Like, it's, yeah, it's pretty mental.
0: One split decision, that Mm -hmm. one moment of flipping the bird or slamming the brakes on or tailgating Mm -hmm. can just escalate into veering off and then someone's... Crashed into a tree, or has a, God forbid, hasn't passed away, or yeah. like, you know, has a broken limbs or whatever, and then
1: literally like the show, yeah, literally like the show. Then yeah.
0: who knows? You'd like to think that cops come and get sorted out then and there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or like the worst case is like it drags out. You find their address, you find where they work, you interrogate their family, you just yeah. go above and beyond Infantrate. to like just yeah. ruin their life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, don't get in road rage incidents. No
1: no keep calm and carry on
0: keep yes <laughs> that's that's one way of putting it or just um keep calm and just
1: breathe, breathe. yeah but
0: don't th- hold your breath until next week's episode no
1: cause... don't do that don't because do that. we want you to be alive so you can listen to next week's episode All right.
0: we'll see you guys then next week
1: bye, bye.